Good evening and welcome to another edition of the FPL Addicts podcast heading to game week four. We've got a stacks light up tonight and we've got myself who's come from Australian base and then there's also, if I try and add him in, yes, this worked. It's the Rev man himself from Merseyside. Good evening to you. Well, good morning from where you are. We've got a cracking installment to come. Yeah, indeed, mate. Uh, really looking forward to getting stuck into game week four. I feel like it's been quite a juicy week, and um, it's hopefully about to get even juicier with the with the stats. We've got a captain's corner from yourself. Got a few stats to bring uh, myself. So, yeah, those listening along, uh, hello to all of you. Welcome and um, drop us a little comment and say hi if you're new. Don't forget to subscribe. And uh, yeah, let's get into it, Chazza, mate. Let's do this. Let's do this indeed, and without further ado, we'll go straight into the previous game week we have just had, which is game week three. Jeez, I nearly forgot one moment. Um, we'll go through our sides first, Rev, and then we'll go straight into our mini leagues. I think that's how it's going to go on this. And if you're just new around here, I'm also new as well in terms of my role that I have at the moment. Um, actually, no, let's not start on you. Let's start on Jack because he's bottom at the moment. Eat shit, Jack, as, he... <laughs> as it goes Oh, yeah, on. and uh, also hello to Colm. Um, Colm knows, by the way, he said the actual brains of the FPL addicts are, yeah. are live. So, yeah, he knows, man. He knows where the content's going to come from today. He's uh, he's tuning in. So, yeah, let's have a look. How did we all get on? Let's start well, from the bottom. We'll start off with Jack's side, who got 35, and... It... <laughs> I have a look at it. It does not seem as he won our mini league last season. Oh, you love to see it, don't you? Yeah, we you, do. You absolutely but... love to see it. <laughs> so we start off with, firstly, a Rashford. I forgot what he got. Did he get a goal? Yeah, he would have done. So he got a goal in the second half against Forrest. And Ketia got an assist. No, he... That was a good move. Rashford got two assists, I think. Rashford. I don't even know. Yeah, he did. Thanks for checking that. It was such an irrelevant game. All I knew is that Forrest were up 2-0, four minutes in. Salah got a last-minute assist for Darwin Nunes, the super sub. Yeah, what, what an assist it was, by the way, as well. Like, absolutely cutting-edge assist. But it, it, it was such a pretty assist. That it, it's a shame for owners that didn't even get more points. But, you know, it's, that, that, those are the rules. Yeah. <laughs> So I think he's got a bit of head scratching to do this week. Mr. He, he absolutely got away with one, though. Let's just scroll down a sec. So let's have a look at this. Inketia came off the bench for him for a goal. Like, he's he, he's gotten lucky this week. He's gotten pretty lucky. Yeah. Um. He's still, he's still got Trent. He's still got Salah. He's got Sinchenko. He's got Inketia. He's got a Kanji. You know... I'm looking at this team and I'm thinking Jack's on a wild card, you know. 
Jack has to be wild card in this week. He could be. I'm not. See, I could see the need in getting rid of Trent Zinchenko. Akanji pretty stiff, to be honest. I think Inketia even could go. Despite He's got Gabriel Garnacho, Steel, Steel, not nailed. Steel, yeah. He's, he's had an absolute mare, and, and he should be wild-carding, in my opinion. That's right. Yeah, Enough said, play. the less the better. For Jack yeah. to go briefly, <laughs> go on to the Saudi Arabia Catholic himself in Elliot side. Not bad from him. we got Flecken, I don't even know. He got a bonus point for producing four saves. You have a chill, well, clean sheet, which when you think about it, Chelsea's defence at home to Luton was a really good fixture to just bank a defensive return. Yeah, it was a great shout. But look at um let's have a look at his bench there real quick, Chazza. Colwell. This Colwell is as well. here. Uh benched clean sheet there, so Yeah, why not would great. you bench a Chelsea defender at home to Luton? That's my only scene I've got it against. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, other than that, he's obviously on Richarlison as well, um, who's been a bit of an issue. He's also um, flagged at the moment for picking up a knock midweek. So uh, that's something for Richarlison owners to consider as well. Um, Saliba there, not doing the business. Um, Again, so, yeah, a few fires to put out there for Elliot as well. I think a big saver for him heading into last game week, and you'll see it in a couple of other sides in this mini league, especially is Bruno Fernandez getting what we all wanted him to do, and that was yeah. get on the returns. Mm-hmm. And um, we'll obviously talk a little bit more about Bruno Fernandez really? later in um, my segment, but um, just as a heads up, his underlying data is fantastic. So, speaking yeah. of data, I'm really looking forward to your new segment tonight, Rev. I won't spill any beans at the moment, but our boy, we've got a good storm being produced on your end. Oh, I. So yeah, yeah now Bell's Ollie, Bell's Kitchen. Quite frankly, the, way, the most boring team name I've ever witnessed in my life. <laughs> You're still on about his team name. <laughs> I think it's so boring. I know it's Bell from Luton Town, but come on, man. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Jeez. Although well, I've got to be, I've got to give Elliot, you know, some. I've got to give Ollie some props. Sorry, is that Jared Bowen is a pick brilliant. and a half, is brilliant. a great pick. I don't think any of us had the courage to go for it, and you know he's just absolutely gone for it there. So I respect it. I do. Um, he's gone for the FPL troll extraordinaire, Luca Dean, as well, which is um. A bit of a bit of a madness as well. But you know, he's there, he's getting points. He got an um, assist. He yeah. Does and really he's he's looked good. Yeah, Luca Dean, should he be more. in our thoughts? Genuinely. I like I know Matty Cash had, had an excellent yeah. game week. Oh, that was crazy. But Luca Dean I could be I could be tempted. I, I think um for for those of you listening who um don't think of as far ahead or aren't as much as an FPL addict as us. Um, you might not know that from game week eight, game week nine, people with Aston Villa assets are going to be rubbing their hands together because um, they've got some absolutely incredible fixtures. I'll probably be looking to be on Triple Villa by game week eight, game week nine, hopefully. Um, but yeah, so well, well played to those of you who have already got a cheeky asset or two. 
Yeah. Um, Dino's returns within the last two weeks been at home to Everton, which when you think about it, that's a really good fixture for Aston Villa. Mm-hmm. Plus a Burnley side who are complete opposite under company as they once were under Sean Dyche. And I play an open and expansive brand of football, which mm-hmm. could be really good for attacking fullbacks. Yeah, indeed. Indeed. Well, right. so from one poor team name to another, getting tasty, baby. Well, look, this team can get tasty at times. It's just... This team is so bland. This, like, is literally <laughs> the template. He's literally the template. And, I mean, there's not an exciting about it. Come on, Reedy, where have you gone? What's happened to you, brother? <laughs> you, you used to be cool, man. You used yeah. to be cool. So, for those listening along, it's just... You know, that, that famous five-man midfield of Saka Martinelli, Fernandez, Rashford and a 6.5 mil mid in which Reedy's gone for Matoma. He's got Haaland and Jackson up front, Chilwell, a Stupinan, and then he's also got Kabore there who's played, but um, he's got Gabriel, Akanji and Archer on the bench. Um, and he's had a decent game week. He's had he a decent game week because, you know, he's obviously got the Man United pair. Um but at the same time, um, he does have a couple of fires to put out. Um, he's got Gabriel there, and he's got a Kanji. Um, I don't know whether a Kanji is a hold or if he's a sell. But also, um, Archer is a great four point five mil option now. He could be now. Um, yeah. In in that um, because he he has recently just got his transfer, so we'll be looking to be starting some games. Um, obviously not a player who's going to be starting for a lot of our own fantasy football teams, but should we need him in, in one of those desperate moments, I'm sure owners of Archer will see the, that um, investment and those dividends pay off. So, yeah, but also, Reedy, like I was telling them as an Everton fan, he's still got Pickford in goal. I'm an Everton fan and I don't have ever, any Everton players and that should yeah. tell you all you need to know about yeah. about Everton, to be honest. Two so, things yeah. about this mm-hmm. side. One, I could not believe that Kabore somehow got auto-subbed in for a point due to Gabriel and Kanji's no-show. That really shows the uncertainty behind his defence in regards to secure minutes week on mm-hmm. week. But what I do like is the pick of Nicholas Jackson, and I am quite scared as a non-owner heading into the coming weeks with the fixtures he has ahead. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. Uh, I think um, every, every um, FPL manager worth the salt, at least has to consider some kind of slice of the Chelsea attack in some yeah. way, shape or form. Um, whether that's a Jackson, whether that's a Sterling, and um, and who you go for in that regard is team dependent. So, for example, if um, a lot of you have started with um, Yao Pedro, you might be looking to upgrade that Yao Pedro up to a Jackson, for example in order to be able to get off Yao Pedro. Um, you know, it, and it also depends on what type of fantasy manager you are as well, whether you're the type of manager to bring someone in because you like the look of them or whether you're a bit more of a tinkerer like me who likes to um, look at what are the issues in my current team and then go from there and take the worst players out and bring better ones in. So, yeah, it's just totally team dependent. dependent. But uh, how, how did you get on, mate? Yeah, before I get on to my yeah. great question, I'll just go to the comments. Firstly, I want to check in and say g'day to Calm, who's always a weekly listener. Thank you so much for your support. As always, really appreciate it. 
Coop Dog has dropped by. Thank you for coming for a watch along this morning. Not sure where you are Coop in the planet. Dog, but... dog. <laughs> what does Coop Doggy, Coop Doggy Dog, the D O W G say? All right. Enough of your dad joke. More on the comment. <laughs> I'm in agreement with this in regard to preferring Cash to Dino. And he scored in Europe too midweek against the Hibs, who are. And a Scottish team, I think. Um, yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, Villa won three 0 when he scored again, so it's very impressive. He's looked great. He's looked great. Yeah. It's it's um, it's it's one of them where I'm definitely I I've got a few projected um game week teams um so I use um FPL team to try mm. and look at what my team is going to look like in future game weeks. And there's been two drafts so far in which Matty Cash has been brought into my team in kind of preparation for, for game week eight, nine. So, yeah, he's definitely one to watch. He's certainly someone on my radar. And uh, Coop Dog, I, th- I think you've hit the nail on the head. If it, if it is a choice between Cash and Dean, at the moment, I'm certainly going um, for, for Matty Cash. Is it Cash or Card, Chazza? Cash or Card? Well, at the moment, it's turning into Cash. Yeah, definitely. Just wasn't this time last season. But without further ado, we go straight into my side, which was an okay week. I think a lot of players needed to make a statement, and they did so. Yeah. Look, starting from back, I think Brentford's goal, that was just awful defending by Crystal Palace, not so much a goalkeeper. Chilwell with his expected clean sheet. The United assets were quite integral in regard to how this side would perform in last game week. Saka with his needed goal, but also he's back on penalties, and that was expected too, considering Sam Johnson's tactics against Saka in that Palace game, knowing where he might place it. But against Fulham, it would be a different dynamic. Mm. Bruno Fernandes had to do what was expected, and he did so big time against Vice. A great fixture for him, by mm. the way. Mm-hmm. And then, I like most people, Captain Harlan missed the penalty, and looking at that penalty, just on my own highlights earlier, Geez, far out is actually quite stiff, to be honest. Yeah. How we, yeah. How we missed from there. And for the third week in a row, similar to Mohamed Salah, is that Ollie Watkins has got three five pointers in a row. And it's three assists, one each He's week. ticking over. Ticking over nicely. He is. But is that enough to hold an asset such as him at the moment? Well, again, like if Ollie Watkins is one of them where. If we're looking like over the next three game weeks or so, if you nice. just click on that little eye there and just buy him and we look at oh, his fixtures, um, we can um, see there that like Hard. Liverpool, Palace and Chelsea aren't great. But like from game week seven, Brighton, by the way, leaky defence, want to target. Have a look at like, that. I'm, I'm looking at those next, you know, 11 fixtures and mm. I'm thinking... Why are people selling Ollie Watkins? He's he's getting an attack and return every game. He's got some excellent fixtures. There's surely got to be other fires to put out. And by the way, Ollie Watkins today plays Liverpool. And people are like, oh, we've got to take him out against Liverpool. No, you don't, because VVD's injured and Canate's injured. Meaning that they're going to play a back... T- um, the centre-back pairing is going to be um, Matip and, and Gomez. Yeah. which is a major, major downgrade on an already leaky defence. If mm. I am an Ollie Watkins owner, which I'm not, and I'm very jealous, 
If I'm an Ollie Watkins owner today, I am licking my lips. And I think yeah. I'm feasting today. Um, well, sorry, not today, but when th- this game week uh, against a, a leaky Liverpool defence. It's it's going to go down, mate. It's going to go down. You're sounding more optimistic than I usually would be as a Watkins owner, to be honest. But I'm 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 a very jealous non, um, non Watkins owner. Speaking of jealousy, I am not on top of the mini league anymore. It is you and a pretty yes. good game for you to say the least. About time we're back on top. We're back on top. Yeah, it's great. Um, so obviously, um. The star of the show there was uh, my transfer for the week, which Adogi. was Gabriel to Adogi, and um, yeah, it's it's been been a decent week. Um, I I was a bit unlucky. I'm gonna say unlucky because um, Foden only came on and got an assist, but when he came on, he looked fantastic. You know, you can talk about Pep Roulette all you want, but what you can't predict is an illness as well so uh foden was was obviously ill um we we got the brunez the, the bruno fernandez hall we got the rash for points we got the sacker points um obviously um julian alvarez again another one who was unlucky not to get any returns this week so um you know it could have been an absolutely devastatingly good game week for me had my man city um, two, my two Man City differentials um, actually, you know, got the points that they, well, that I kind of expected them to. But it, it wasn't to be, but we'll go again this week. And um, there's a couple of points, though, that I need to make. And, and I, th- I feel like you're the perfect person to, to do this with, Chazza. So if you just get our team up again, one of our team, you'll see that me and you have a very like similar it. issue. Um, to face and so fantasy managers pay attention um so both myself and chaza are in the same boat we both have johnston in goal and we both have turner in goal yeah now I... this is this is a this is a bit of a concern for me moving forward because i would obviously like to be thinking ahead a whole bunch of game weeks but the reality is, is that um, I, I feel like Crystal Palace, if they haven't already, have gone and signed. Um, is it Henderson? Yeah, he's already signed. Him, yeah, yeah, so he's already signed. Um, I don't feel like I'm concerned about his minutes this week, but definitely after the international break, I think Johnson has to be on the chopping block for me. Um, I feel like a great replacement might be um, Flecken. But I might be more tempted by a little bit of um, a differential, and that's um, the Aston Villa goalkeeper, you know, Mar- Martinez. Yeah. Um, so that could be a good way to jump ship. Um, yeah, Colm, he, he says, um, Turner to Ariola, um, which is, again, a great shout. Um, something that we can, Ariola. can do. Uh, T- Turner is also on the chopping block as well because. Um, Forest are also looking to sign another goalkeeper as well. So we are in a bit of a pickle, mate. Um, I don't know what your thoughts on it. Like, um, I've got my eye on Flecken. Could be really good, the uh, the Brentford goalkeeper. I've got my eye on Martinez if I wanted to, you know, get some money out of somewhere else and go up to the Aston Villa keeper and then go from there. And then uh, the other goalkeeper that I've got my eye on 
is possibly Onana. Onana. What's my name? name? Onana. Yeah. Yeah. And, And I think, like, even though he's not at the greatest start for FPL, I think Man United's fixtures are going to get a lot kinder soon as well. So... That's uh, that's definitely something to consider. Indeed. Just before I get onto the next agenda, I just want to get some of the comments in. Yes, I know he's all in kind of bollocks already, Jack. But <laughs> thanks for checking in. Really appreciate it. As a chief commissioner, as he usually is, yeah. Reedy um, is clearly wagging his own work meeting at the moment and just chucking in some <laughs> comments. God bless him. <laughs> and then, yes, I know he's a huge head start. Oh, I mean... Yeah, that, that's what he's all about. Jack must be super confident because there's no way he can be this bad at FPL. He's just that. It, Colm, he said the nail on the head. Colm is doing it on purpose, you know. Okay. He, so Jack, Jack is purposefully f- throwing it and giving us all a 300 point head start or something. <laughs> In the Netherlands, I went to a place called the Upside Down Museum, and based on how our mini league standings are reflected at the moment, it's upside down compared to last season. Jack literally, his team belongs in the Upside Down Museum. It's fantastic. That's, that's a cracker. I'll make sure I put that in the end of season compilation. Oh, yeah, do it. <laughs> into the next point, it's best for me to go straight into the mini leagues at the moment. We start off with a women's league only because I'm not in it, so I had to find a link to get to it. Uh, Becker with the Harlan Shake. What year was the Harlan Shake popular? Was it 2015 or 16? No, 2016 was the Mannequin Challenge. And then I think it was 2015. And then we had the Ice Booker Challenge. 2014. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's a a real deep reference, this team name. But, you know, what's better than the team name is, of course, the points. So, obviously, well done to Becky. Um, who's continuing to smash it, by the way. So, well done. Indeed. Well done. So, that's the women's. We've done ours. We go into the public league very quickly. And look, it's not any K.A. West or Kanye West, but Ethan with his team name called One. He's belonging to where he is at the moment. That is ranked number one with 220 points. And I had a look briefly before. He's ranked 2,500 overall. And what has been big is he played his wild card after game week one. And he captained Solly March away at Wolves. What what a call that was, by the way. I what a call that was. Team. That is big. This is game that is a ball. big captaincy shout there. Especially yeah, yeah. when 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 Harlem blanked. That is that's absolutely you know, fair play to you. If you can keep that up over the course of a season, I'll you know, take my hands up. Um take take my hat off to him. But um, you know, at the same time, I just think that look like that can't last forever surely look like that can't last forever stick together i better not go on a song tangent at the moment no we'll save we'll save that for the captain's corner mate (laughs) i'm gonna pick out a song about half past seven this morning i couldn't really find one but we've got stacks of options but Mm. we can't stop around on this agenda this evening we've got to get straight into the next topic and rev what is the next topic i'm sure is it your segment yeah. Yes, it is. Yeah. Yeah, mate, he's not stuffing around. It's off to the addicts marketplace. We go. Time. Yeah, thanks, Chazza. Um, yeah, so um, basically, after every game week, um, the marketplace happens, doesn't it? We buy players, we sell players, and we and we think, you know, what? A... Chazza, just leave it how it was, mate. There you go. <laughs> um, and 
the real question for every FPL manager is who are we going to buy and who are we going to sell? You know, so um, that's the first question is who is for sale from our teams? And I'm seeing a lot of people make a big mistake already. Um, and so if you're selling this guy, this is Bruno Fernandes. Um, I'm seeing a lot of people um, look at some of the, the brand new shiny uh, differential FPL options that are becoming available and they go, right, well, I'll take out Bruno and go to one of those options. Please, please don't. So far in the 22, uh, sorry, in the 23-24 in the season, sorry, um, he's got um, an expected goals per 90 of 0.74, which is the top, by the way. Um, he, he's got uh, expected assist per 90 of 0.72. He's registering three and a third key passes um, per 90 minutes. And uh, he's taken 4.3 shots per 90 as well. He's he's doing so well. He's doing so well. And obviously, he got a, an amazing return last week. But I still see people selling him because he's just at that price point where people can jump from him to another midfielder. So if you're looking to sell Bruno Fernandes, don't. Because there are other options uh, which you can sell. The first option is Marcus Rashford. Now, I know that he got two assists in the last game week but if we look at his comparative data here between Bruno Fernandes just have a look at those numbers and then compare them to the numbers that Marcus Rashford is actually producing um, we can see that they are nowhere near as good so Marcus Rashford xg pen 90 of 0.4 expected assist per 90 of 0.12 which considering you got two assists just means he's just been incredibly lucky so far to have those assists um his key passes per 90 is at 1.34 which is not even half as good as bruno fernandez's and his shots per 90 is 3.02 now what i would say about this data is that we have to consider that marcus rashford played through the center in a, a couple of the games and then when he was moved over to the left he looked a lot better so if you're desperate to sell a player you can sell marcus rashford this week but i believe that there is one more player in most of our teams that i feel is doing a lot worse and could possibly be on the chopping block especially for myself this week and that is martinelli so here he is have a look at those numbers they are not impressive at all he, his underlying data has been terrible so gabriel martinelli expected goals per 90 of 0.19 expected assists per 90 of 0.04 uh, key passes per 90 1.07 which again is if we flick back to bruno it's not even a third of what bruno is producing and then the shots per 90 as well is 2.14 and so if a shot per 90 is 2.14 it means that he's definitely nowhere near as attacking uh, last season he was producing much better numbers than that and it also means that the quality of his chances has been um, really bad as well because the expected goals that he's managed to get from those chances are still 0.19 it's it's not even 20 percent of a goal threat so yeah those are the players that we should consider selling. They're some of the ones on our chopping blocks. Um, the question is then, who should we buy? Who should we buy? Well, the first guy up on here is this. It's Raheem Sterling. Um, 
this is vibesfc.pick. Um, amazing um, haul again against Luton. But also he's just looked super lively. He's looked really direct. He's looked like he's playing with a lot more freedom. And on the pot, he, he looks like he could be returning to um, the player of old. What I would say about Raheem Sterling is that even if he doesn't produce the galaxy numbers that he has done in the past, in the past, we have to remember, he was like an 11 mil, 12 mil mid. He's 7 million. He's a 7 million pound player or 7.2. Now, um, and what what we get for that is actually really good value. So expected goals per 90 and 0.44. Uh, expected assists per 90, 0.23. Key passes per 90 of 1.34 and shots per 90 of 2.01. Um, this is... Um, this is again uh, another option that I am uh, really tempted by. Um, we we've got a couple of um, people here. Uh, we we've got Gary saying with the new pl player to buy his movement uh, is is limited now. Um, I'm not sure I necessarily agree that that's going to make a massive impact before game week eight when Chelsea's fixtures turn anyway, and we look them to be getting rid of him. But also, what I would say is that. Um, uh, Cole Palmer has uh, is is obviously signing for Chelsea. Um, I think that Cole Palmer can play as an attacker mid. He can play as a left winger as well. He could he can play as a right winger, of course, and has um, been deployed there a lot by Pep uh, as well, and also for the Man City um, B team. But you know the the reality is is that um, I think if there's one person out of that Chelsea attacking lineup that isn't missing out. I, I think it's Sterling. Um, you know, I would much rather rotate um, someone like Mud Mudrick, for example, who hasn't been getting off to a, a great start. But Gary, it, it is a great point. It's something to be aware of, mate. Uh, the next person to bring in, uh, James Madison. I feel like we're all talking about him um, because he's so involved. Um, and the stats back it up. Expected goals per 90 of 0.46. Expected assists per 90 of 0.41. Key passes per 90 of 3.14. Shots per 90 of 2.73. He's looked so involved uh, with everything that Spurs are doing. Um, and so, again, for me, James Madison is the best option to bring in this week. Um, and I will say that as someone who hasn't. But I'll explain that when we we look at our transfers a little bit later as to why I've not been able to go to James Madison. And it's so complicated, all because I'm on, um, you know, triple Man City attack. And I've also got Luke Shaw. I'll explain it all later. Anyway, but um, James Madison, definitely if you are not restricted uh, by funds and also don't have other fires to put out in defence and you can afford to do so, then James Madison is the one and um, a better short-term punt is this guy it's phil foden uh with the expected goals per 90 of 0.29 expected assists per 90 of 0.54 and this is the stat that really does it for me and it shows how involved he is is the key passes per 90 of 5.47 that is huge that is absolutely massive and uh, his shots per 90 as well of 3.48 he, he is so attacking he's looked fantastic He's one of those players that is absolutely passing the eye test, um, and so he's. But he's a player that's already in my team, as well. So he's he's not really someone that um, I have to worry about too much. And then the last person who I'm going to say we could buy, 
Um, and this is this is a a bit of a bit a bit of a rogue move because people have been selling this player. It's um, Eberechie Eze. Yeah, I I love this player, and if it wasn't for my goalkeeper fires that I'm putting out this this coming week, um, I'd definitely be getting this player in. His shots per ninety is off the charts. You know, it's five point three three. He's not afraid to have a go. Um, his key passes per ninety is is a uh, three key passes per ninety. He's he's just he's there or thereabouts. He's absolutely massively involved, and then um, he's also um, you know, zero point three two expected goals per ninety, or um, zero point three three expected assists per ninety, as well. So um, so yeah um, those are that that is the um the FPL addicts marketplace this week. Those are the players that we should or shouldn't consider selling and those are the players that we should or shouldn't consider buying i'm not sure um what all of you think but um we've got this last question here we've got Subban. he says uh, hello how can i win fpl well the first step is to subscribe to the fpl addicts and that's a great start isn't it chaza what do you think mate <laughs> I win FPL. I don't mean to be obvious, Michael Owen, but you just have to score more points than everyone after 38 games. <laughs> yeah, it's true. It's true. Yeah. But that's what we're here to do. We're, we're, we're right. in it to win it, you know? We're in it to win it. And uh, the, the way that you can start with that is by hitting subscribe, hitting like on the FPL Addicts podcast and, and follow our content for more of the best stats and advice and, uh, you know, captain's picks, etc. Indeed. But before we get to the discussion, I actually have an uh, announcement I'd like to make. Mm-hmm. Not really told anyone, but now I didn't get a publisher because I don't really know how to publish books at the moment. But I've actually printed out my own journal from the 2020-21 season, which is about 150 pages on what's gone on every single game week through the course of that season. That's so. That's that's actually pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's got the stats from the end of the season here, so it tells you... How many goals, assists, and clean sheets from each of the game weeks? And do you remember when United had three games in game week 36, I think it was? Yeah. Bruno got 19 points as captain. Greenwood got 19 as well. It's just, there you go. So so in that season, for my side, there were 117 goals scored, 79 assists, and 65 clean sheets in 38 game weeks. Brilliant. Chaz, I've just put your full screen. I've just put your full screen so you can show, show the um, show the gang your um. Sure. How do I get it back on me again? Sorry, no. <laughs> I'll do it, mate. I'll do it. Yeah. Just there. Uh, show 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 us like, th- this is the deep level of analysis that you get from the FPL Addicts podcast. Uh, this was game week thirteen. I'm trying to go through what would have been my moment of the season. So give me. I need a bookmarker. So this is it. This is where so yeah. Bruno and Mo Salah each got a, a brace and an assist. Mm-hmm. So that's the page on now. Uh, I'm trying to make sure I get the right camera. Yeah, no, it looks brilliant, mate. It looks brilliant. So, there you, there Looking you go. forward to hearing all about the 23-24 uh, the one when obviously you win FPL this time. We'll see. You know? but that is also the fourth edition that I'm trying to do at the moment. I've done... Yeah. The last two seasons as well, so I just need to print those off. Yeah. Um, really Sidemen, 
X's X short asks this very important question. He says, what time is it? Well, I'll tell you what time it is, Chazza. It's Reedy time. Oh, it's, it's Reedy oh, time. Man, That's Hello, what time Reedy. it is. How are you doing, Chris, mate? The Hitman good, is mate. back. I'm going. I'm going. Speaking of Hitman, I've took a hit this week. <gasps> oh, spicy. Can't wait to hear this. There we go. You know what? It's not as exciting as you think, boys. To be honest with you, Kanji stung me with his uh, gastronitis last week. So yeah, yeah, uh, you know, tough times. Unlucky, mate. No one can predict illness, can they? That's so it, that's it. Yeah, he's hopefully back this week. But um, yeah, looking forward to another game week. I mean, this normal season, it, it, it's dragging, isn't it, lads? It's patience. Yeah, is key. information is key. But FPL towers don't think that because the price rises. Are killing us. Well, price falls as well. Um, bit of both. They are. So yeah, but uh, good to be uh, good to be on for a bit, boys. Sorry to leave you guys to uh, hold the fort, but you've been doing a great job. Oh, cheers, cheers, mate. Thanks, yeah, been, been enjoying it this season since but... the opening seconds. That's what's occurred. But let's just not stuff around anymore. We've got to get straight into. So Arsenal, Man United assets. Rev has explained it through the Dick's Mart Addicts Marketplace. Chris, what is your take on them? Do we hold them or do we ship them out? You'll have to rephrase that one, Chaz. I was interrupted by uh, one of uh, my, uh, well, my oldest child that decided to come in at a key moment there, Chaz. So okay. apologies, take that away again. Ask your kid this question if you don't know how to answer it yourself. <laughs> what to do with Arsenal and Man United assets at the moment? Is it best to hold on to them or ship them out? I mean, for me, I think I think they are a holder. I can understand why people are looking at Martinelli. Um, I'll, I, I won't sort of, rather than waiting to reveal what my team is for this week, I brought in Madison for Martinelli. Um, that was the minus four that I probably didn't need to do. I could have just done the Madison or Martinelli? You did Madison. that for a, for a hit? Yeah, I've done that for a hit. So, Ooh, you know, okay. some, some people wouldn't agree with that. The hitman is yeah, back. Exactly. But I was looking at the fixture ticker and, and you know, I think that's what yeah. it's mainly about. You look at the fixture ticker, you look at what games are coming up. Do you need to ideally wildcard in game week nine? If you don't, you can keep hold of at least one Man United player. Bruno, Rashford, take your pick. And the same with Arsenal as well. You could probably go you know, more than likely with Saka. So if you've got one from each, it's not too bad. I mean, you just need to look ahead and go, okay, how, how long is it short term? Is it long term? I want this player. Really, that yeah. should tell you you know what you need to know yeah madison's definitely one of those players that you can hold game week eight onwards as well like you, yeah. you can have him for a long long time and it's it's um it's a really smart as long investment. as fingers crossed mikey he doesn't pick up a you know an injury because he does like a bit he does he does it's it's one of them like i, I do feel like he might be out for one week don't sometime between now and game week 15 yeah. Yeah. it's just like history says it's gonna happen do you know what i mean so yeah, it's but but fingers crossed for for the Madison owners. Yeah, but yeah, I, I think as I say, Chaz, what Mikey's alluded to already in terms of Bruno's uh, stats and whatnot speak for themselves. Yeah, Sackers on pens by the looks of things, is he? Isn't it? Yeah. You know, is Martin yeah, no. <laughs> yeah. going to be on the on the one this weekend? Who knows? Um, yeah. But you know, for the meantime, it looks like that was. I mean, and it, that's a kick. That's a low blow for me, even more so because I captained Saka that week and. Oh God! You know, there we yeah. go. You feel better now. You've taken a hit. Yes, Colm. 
It's yeah. the only one for a while, though. Trust me, this is this is to sort they, of. They they call us the FPL addicts for many reasons. Yeah, taking a hit, and I'm not really just talking it. about minus fours. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it was itching. <laughs> I couldn't hold it any longer. I was just like, right, inject me, inject me. So, <laughs> so, yeah, moving on from that. Yeah, Otherwise, moving on from that. The, uh, it's going to be turned into a, a what you call it, a counselling session instead. Go on. Yeah, yeah, it's all right. <laughs> I'm trained. I'm trained for that. <laughs> <laughs> go on, Chazza. Straight into the transfer market, we go. We go. We spoke about James Madison. He's the second most transferred in player heading into the game week with seven hundred seventy-five thousand new owners coming for his services. Raheem Sterling, no surprise, has one million transfers in. Safe to say, there's been a lot of transfers for this coming game week. Gusto from Chelsea is the third most transferred in with 650,000 new owners. It transfers out very quickly. Shaw's the top one with 757k. Gabriel at second with 490k. Rashford in third, 418,000 managers have taken him out. Jao Pedro occupies the fourth spot with 365,000. And the fifth one, there is some merit to it, but to some it could be a surprise considering what his potential is out there as a seagull. It's Karen Matoma with 325,000 managers shipping him out and potentially with his upcoming fixtures, which brings to the next topic, Brighton assets. What do we do with them? I think that stat for me, like, for example, um, just that one alone, 325,000 people shipping Matoma out that's that like shows me just like football aside shows how active and engaged people are in FPL this year for me the fact that 325,000 people have shipped Matoma out shows that people are thinking well actually Brighton's fixtures aren't as good now and he has looked dangerous in attack but actually there's better options that we can switch to even though he's not necessarily a minutes concern or a rotation risk per se, it like it shows me that the competition's pretty fierce this year. So that's um, yeah, that's a that's a pretty big one for me. It is. So those are his upcoming fixtures after Liverpool too. He's also got Man City. There's only one good one I feel, and that's Bournemouth at home. Yeah, I I think the thing about. Brighton players, if you're shipping them out this week, it feels a little bit like a luxury transfer. Like if you've got no other issues and you're transferring out a Brighton player, that me for me that says your team is in great shape because I feel like the Brighton assets, even the um, the Brighton 6.5 mil mids like March and uh, Matoma, well, 6.6 now, sorry. Um, I feel like they're still benchable, you know, even in even in a bad spot. So yeah, uh, Reedy, got any thoughts on on those Brighton assets, mate? I think with Matoma, I think this year and Brighton midfielders in general, we're going to see that people aren't going to be afraid to take them out. Um, mm. Because last year the main thing was doubles, and that was the reason people kept holding them for so long because of yeah. the double fixtures and so on. We're not going to get that this year, you know. It's going to be a normal season, as as we say. Um, so there's every reason to go for for a better option, you know, whether it be a punt, whether it be, you know, someone with better fixtures. Um, what I will say is, it's difficult because the flavour of the week, as we say, there's 
I think, is it three, maybe even four players? There's Foden, Madison, Mbumo, and Sterling uh, at the minute that people are kind of, oh, who should I go for? And Matoma is probably one of those that is, is coming out um, yeah. for that reason. So, yeah, it just depends on what your strategy is moving forward. Yeah, again, um, but completely justifiable for, for any Brighton guys to come out at some point, whether it be now, later on, whatever you want to do. Mm. Yeah, also, I did want to mention, though, the reason yeah, keeping hold of it, well, for me, keeping hold of Brighton is uh, the fixtures from 10 to 28 are fantastic. I mean, you look, they've got like... Oh, yeah, you've got to be triple Brighton from game week 10, haven't you? So I, was looking, yeah. I was looking at that literally yesterday thinking, woo, that, yeah. that is a fixture run. It is incredible. But can I ask you, is that genuinely worth a hold for the next six weeks? when you could go to someone that's a similar price range, for example, Brian and Bumo. It's team dependent though, isn't it? Like, like, like I, I personally, I'm going to bench a stupid man for that time. You know, like I do see people taking a, a stupid man out of their teams, but I just feel like, you know, he's, he's, I got him for five mil. I can put put them on the bench. There are other options out there that can come in, and also actually, uh, Estupanan rotates quite well with Udogi, so um, I'll be switching him out for those uh, couple of games, and then bringing them back in like you know game week eight or ten or or whatever it is. Um, so yeah, he's cheap enough to bench. He's cheap enough to bench, but I do understand though if people are taking him out and. Um, because they, they want to attack some kind of fixture run or something like that. That's fine. Nice. Newcastle, I want to go briefly on too, because they have a great fixture run from game week five onwards. Are we looking for any targets, dare I say, for our teams? Yeah, so um, my hand has been forced. I'll, I'll take a leaf out of Reedy's book. I won't, I won't hide it so much. I've brought in Trippier this week um, because I had Luke Shaw but I'll, I'll explain a bit more why in a bit but I I, th- I think going early on Newcastle is fine you know I, I feel like it's totally fine um, I, I do I do see some <laughs> there's been some content creators going out like oh I'm bringing in Trippier how, how smug am I and I'm like it's it's I don't I don't feel like it's that deep I don't feel smug if anything I wish I could be on like a Man City defender or someone this week, but I'm on Triple City already. Mm. So like I've I've done a Reedy with Ortega from last year. You know, block myself off. At least all yours are playing. Yeah. Like. No. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like yeah. that. But, but one um, thing I will say is, or a question to you then, before you explain later, uh, that I can ask you now is, bringing Trippier in, do you feel as confident now after Newcastle's draw in the Champions League, PSG, Ace Milan? Dortmund. It's going to be a hard group and I'm sure Trippier's going to play most, if not all, of those games. I mean, you can call this a hot take if you want, Mm. but I feel like Newcastle get through that that group. Oh, um, yeah, yeah, of course. I mean, they could not. I I think that they're they're a really good side. Um, What I do feel is that, like, the, the minutes, like, if it becomes an issue... 
um, and I've thought about this. Like the reason I went for Trippier and not like a, a, a Fabian Share or or Botman, not just because Botman's injured, but is because of Trippier's price point. It means like if it becomes an issue, I can literally go and get anyone. Um, and so like he's the most flexible and adaptable, um, player in that position if it becomes an issue. But also I like the fact that he's still on some free kicks. Um and that is uh creativity is, is quite good. His his underlying data is quite good as well. I feel like Newcastle have been really unlucky in the goals that they've conceded so far, even to City and Liverpool, who are two of the best attacking teams in the league. So I feel like, you know, if they can just you know, get get a bit of that luck come their way, I feel like we could see like Newcastle do a little bit like what they did last season, just go in this absolute hell streak of clean sheets. And then we know what Trippy is like as well, bonus point magnet. So, yeah. Yeah. Fair enough. Good, uh, good sort of explanation yeah. to it, matey. Um, so that's, you know, that's fair enough. If, you, uh, if you've if you gone early on it, then, uh, you know, we'll, we'll see why shortly when we see your team. Yeah. And- I don't um, feel like Brentford necessarily is... Sorry, I mean, uh, Brighton is necessarily very early. You know, um, they they do play Brentford next. Um, do you? But, expect- but even then, like, I, I think, I think out of the next three, Newcastle could very easily keep two clean sheets, and no one would be surprised. Hmm. Do you, you expect know? them to keep clean in both of these games, Brighton and Brentford? Do I expect, expect a clean sheet it? in one of them. You oh. know, I, I I feel like. Um, Especially in the home game against Brent- Brentford, like mm. I know Brentford are, are, are a good side at this point, but this is Newcastle that we're talking about. That they they are a very legit Champions League side, and it shows how far they've come. Where they're in a group with AC Milan and um, PSG, and is it Dort- is Dortmund the other one? Yeah, yeah, um, and and I look at that group and go, yeah, Newcastle get through that group. So that that's how far they've come, mm. um. And so, you know, really impressed by them. And um, it's just that they haven't had the fixtures there uh, going forward to go for it. But, um, yeah, definitely uh, other um, assets to think about is clearly um, the, the the Swedish talisman himself, Isaac. I think he's a player that, you know, if Alvarez for me becomes an issue... Um, which I don't think he will actually like. Um, I could hop onto him quite quite easily. So, yeah, definitely one to keep an eye on. And they do have some really good fixtures coming up. Indeed, Rev. Just we had a couple of questions along the way. I don't. I love the discussions always. So there's got to be someone like of Olacosta. I just got to keep on rolling the agenda. Rafik uh, mm. with his interesting options in Gabriel, Jao Pedro, Diaby, and Eze in my squad. What can you say about those choices? If you want my brief say as it is, Gabriel needs to go. Jao Pedro needs to go. Diaby's not a bad pick from Aston Villa. I'd hold on to him. And as a probably a hold. Yeah, Gabriel and Jao Pedro, um, definitely two players that need to go from that team. Um, but it, it again, it, it um, it is team dependent. So, um, but I, I'd personally, well, I got rid of um. Gabriel last week to Adogi and look how that worked out. Um, so it, it was pretty good. And then uh, other people have been going from Yao Pedro to, for example, Jackson. 
uh, from Chelsea and look how that worked out as well. So, um, you know, th- those are some some options there for you. But I'd definitely be holding Eze. I love Eze going forward. I love him as a player. Um, I've I've spoken about him too much on this podcast already. But um, yeah, he's he's definitely he's definitely um, on my radar to bring in. Never mind to sell. Off to Chris's question now. Not the one that is a podcast member at the moment. But hey, fellas, do you think <laughs> Alvarez, Philadelphia Foden, and Harlan on a wild card is too much? This is a really good question. I feel Chris personally Reedy, attacked. Chris, over to you. Ah, well, the man um, who's, who supports the club on the blue side of me has said, "Will." Uh, will uh, like me talking about this because he's probably feeling slightly smug about having uh, all I three. Do fe- I do feel a bit smug, to be fair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Having all three already. Of course you do, of course you I do. do. You're, a, you're a blue, of course. You've got to be happy about something, mate, so I'll let you I, out. It's me. only fantasy football. I don't get any joy from Everton. Yeah, ha, I'll let you imagine, out. Imagine me getting joy from Everton, yeah. Now, the rumour is, it's not even rumour, uh, it's a here we go. Uh, yeah, it of, is. Uh, Palinia to Bayern Munich uh, confirmed, so he's leaving Fulham. Yeah, and yeah, so it looks like Fulham are going to have a, um, you know, oh not quoting anyone, but a gaping hole um, in their midfield. Which you know, some people might say that's City licking the lips, and you could see Haaland scoring, you know, a good few goals there on that one. So I think to answer your question, Christopher, uh, see. Alvarez, Foden, Haaland on a wild card is certainly not too much, um, especially given what we've just mentioned or what I've just mentioned there. Yeah. And I mean, City City players um, at the moment, even after the international break, great fixtures. Hmm. You know, it's Manchester City. They're always going to be scoring goals and so on. So, um, so go for it, my friend. Yeah, I think just a, as a small counterpoint, and I say this as someone who already owns Alvarez, Foden and Haaland as well in my current team, is if you are going to do that, make sure you have a, a good playing bench as well because you just never know. You just never know. Um, and so, yeah, just just make sure you got that bit of depth in that squad just to combat that pep roulette as and when you need it. But I, I think it's a ballsy choice. I, I've It's something that I've gone for myself. So, yeah. One more question before we have to roll on to the next item. Is choosing a wild card appropriate for this game week? This is team dependent, of course, but no doubt, a pretty good question. Before I go to you guys, I'll just say briefly, I think it's worth putting it on an international break Yeah. after the transfer window's been done, for example, after this game week, because you have a lot of time to stew mm-hmm. over the information. Because Reedy's gone somewhere in his penthouse by the looks of yeah, things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ready you go. <laughs> Yeah, um, so, yeah, R- Rafiq, mate, Mr. All Options. Um, it's, a lot of options up his sleeve. Yeah, yeah. You, as I say, you've got a lot of options. <laughs> I think so, sometimes in FPL, um, we can be really tempted to use our wild cards. Um, and this is as someone who wild carded last season in game week two. Okay, um, what I would say is maybe it's not as bad as you think it is. Maybe you can just fix this over the course of a few game weeks, um, just by by um taking a couple of um, uh, a couple of transfers here and there, um, and so yeah, maybe the situation isn't as bad as you think it could be, um, and maybe you could fix that team with a couple of nice easy transfers. To be fair, so. 
Yeah. Um, so is uh, is options oh from Mister All Options? He, he says is choosing the wild card appropriate in this round or minus twelve? He has Gabriel, Yao Pedro, Diaby, and Yujo and Baldock. It depends on the rest of your team, mate. It, it really yeah. does. Like I, I feel like even if you have those uh, one, two, three, four, f- five players there, you can still get a start and a playing eleven out somehow. You know. Um, depending on what the rest of your team is, so so yeah, um, minus twelves almost never work out, especially in single game weeks, mate. You know, so um, that that would be that would be my advice there. Maybe it's maybe you, you can fix it over time. Patience is the key. You know, this is the reverence advice. Is um, you know. Just um, show a little bit of patience and hopefully you can get there soon. That's all right. So cool. I'll just show it now. For those that haven't downloaded the app already, please make sure you do so because it's part of FPL Addicts. Uh, I, myself, Charlie, write an article every week in regard to reviewing the previous game week that has gone past, but also what to look at in regard to the assets that are in the spotlight, discussion points heading into the coming game week. Plus, a snippet of the Captain's Corner coming up. So if you haven't done so already, download the EPL Live app. You'll see weekly articles from me within the news mm. section. Time now, Rev, to unveil our transfers for the week. And look at you, Guy. You are prepared. Just looking at behind yeah, the green screen. We have got your side in. What are you thinking heading into game week for the last game week heading into the international break? I'm feeling pretty confident, uh, to be honest. Um, and uh, also read these back so we can get them in to have a look at my team as well. So um, as we can see from last week, I've made two transfers. Um, I've gone from Luke, so- Luke Shaw to Trippier. And I've also gone from Martinelli to Sterling. Now, the reason I've gone for Sterling and not for Madison is because... I'm on Triple City, and that sounds so weird to say, so <laughs> I'll explain it. So what I would would have liked to have done in like an ideal world would have been to go from Luke Shaw to Gvardiol, for example, and then I could have just done Martinelli to Madison, and, and I'd be flying, I'd be laughing, I'd be having a great time. But because I'm on Triple City, um, my options in defence were limited. So I've already got a dogie. I've already got Chilwell, I've already got a Stupinan, and I've already got Kabore. Like, if you can't get another Man City defender in, who else can you get? Well, the other option is Botman. Well, he's injured. <laughs> so who else can I get? So the only other reasonable option for me to go from Shaw um, would be like a Reese James, but he's injured. But then I can't go to Gusto because I can't go to Gusto because Reese James might be back in two weeks' time. So my hand was is been so tied in this particular move, and it's just been a case of like, well, I know it's early, and I don't really like going early on transfers. Um, but Kieran Trippier looks to be like he could be the the one to to solve that issue. I know his next two fixtures aren't ideal, in in a sense, but he he does have some fantastic fixtures coming up. Um, he is a fantastic player. He is a bonus point magnet. Uh, and as I said before, he's he's in that six point five 
million pounds slot. So if another option does materialize and Kieran Trippier doesn't look like he's, you know, what he was, then I can literally hop over to anyone else. And um, like, if there was another transfer, like I'm welcome to hear some. Like, it, it, are there any other options? <laughs> like, I'm being like, honest, Brev. Yeah, I think your team looks really good as it is. Quite interesting. Mm. I personally would not do this, and you'll find out reasons why when I get into my team. I would never bench a Stupinian. Right, I bench for timer, but not a Stupinian because I think his attacking output and positioning on average at the ground is quite frankly ridiculous. Plus, he's got the clean sheet potential too. Yeah, I mean, he does. He does play Newcastle this week, and and New and Brighton have looked leaky as well. And I, I I do fancy Newcastle to start keeping some clean sheets. Um, but but the reason I had to go for Sterling is because he's point seven, nah, um, less expensive. I'd agree with Sterling on field. It's yeah. just more. Would you see? It's a tough one. Chilwell stays. It's out of Trippier or Dogie who would make way for a stupid young. Reedy, do do you agree with that? Do you disagree with that? Oh, I just I, I can see why you've got to that uh, you know conclusion that you have. Um, you know, there's a lot of noise about Matty Cash at the minute, especially yeah. After I mean, and... so so he was obviously the other option, but I I still think he might be a minutes risk with mm-hmm. you know the the midweek game as well, and also you know he does have competition for his space. Yeah, but the 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 thing is as well is that um you know with 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 him, I just don't know about him going forward like whereas i know trippy is nailed and hmm. um, but also i didn't i didn't the, the other option by the way lads was to just leave luke shaw on the bench and let him keep ticking over with those price drops no you don't want that and the other and option you, though you just the don't want op- that do you the other option would have been rico henry easier option i thought about him as well and i'm just like i would have fielded henry if you brought him in too at home to bournemouth yeah, I know. He, I, I did look at him as well, but I just again, mm. I wasn't so massively keen on on Rico Henry either. I just don't know what it is. Like, I I know he's got good fixtures, and I know he's like playing well as well. I just, I just wanted something a bit more solid. You know, like for for me, I'm I'm more of a, the type of fancy manager. Who's like, and and you can look at my team to prove that is like, good teams get good FPL points, whereas some managers are a bit like, well, good individuals even from bad teams get good FPL points. I'm not saying Brentford are a bad side, I'm just saying that they're not Tottenham, they're not Chelsea, they're not Arsenal, they're not United, they're not Man City, you know. Um, and so I, I feel like. Going for something a bit more consistent in the long run will help me out, and uh, I feel like that's helped me out so far this season, as well. Um, but you know, again, Rico Henry could get a goal assist and a clean sheet against Bournemouth, and you know, I'd be muddled. But at the same time, I, I think Trippier still scores more FPL points over the course of the next twelve game weeks. So why not? It's an interesting one. It's not. It's not. It's not a bad pick. You. you probably, yeah, yeah. You probably don't feel as excited about it because 
you've almost been forced into it in a way. In a yeah, sense, yeah. In terms of selection, not forced yeah, yeah. into doing the move. Because as you said, you could have left it. But you've been forced into that specific move because of the limited options. And I think that's why maybe you're a bit like, oh, it doesn't quite feel like the trip year of last season. And, you know, they've got two games coming yeah. up that you could quite, you know, easily concede in, into yeah, the two attacking yeah, yeah. teams. So, yeah, listen, mate, you've made it. It's done. And you know what? If it ends up paying off, you're the guy that's sat there going, actually, look, boys, you know, it ended up working. If it doesn't, yeah. we can't rip you too much because at the end of the day, it's Kieran Trippier you've brought in. You've not gone and gone for a, you know, a Bulldog or a, you know, a Collins for Brentford or a, yeah, or, or like someone like Enketia or something like that. Like, imagine doing that, like <laughs> Jack. <laughs> you know, you know, Enketia. <laughs> Oh, there's, there's plenty in there, isn't there? Oh, Aurea, no. you could have went for an Aurea. You never know. The guy, yeah, yeah. 10 pointers once in a blue moon. Yeah, yeah. I think you've made a solid choice, Mikey, to be honest with you, mate. Yeah. And I think hopefully for your sort of yeah. case in terms of Champions League for Newcastle, it doesn't burn you too much just because it's the unknown. Yeah. But it's, as you say, it's a downgrade. You know, you've got the money there, 6.5 in him. You can downgrade to someone yeah, quite easily. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And just wanted to share with the viewers if you haven't uh, heard me and Chaz are talking about it already, um, I, and and it's a bit of a common theme with me is that like the Rev has problems with his FPL goalkeepers, um, <laughs> and I'm I'm one of the unlucky few on Johnson and Turner, and both of their respective teams have um, assigned a brand new goalkeeper this week as well. So that's something for me to keep an eye out on. I can't go early on my transfers like I did this week again um and i need to wait and see what's going to happen with johnson I need to wait and see what's going to happen with turner and hopefully like someone like a flecken could really bail me out of all of this but uh yeah we'll we'll, we'll see what happens with it or even a, Mar- a martinez from aston villa i feel like that's where i might end up just because of like up until game week 19 or something i feel like he's the option Mm-hmm. Ready or, or or an honor. Anyway, that's that's enough from me. <laughs> There's a lot Ready. of keeper stuff going on, isn't it? Yeah, Go on, matey. Yeah. How are we? Your side for game week four. What do you got? Okay, I'll have to share the old screen. You know, how that's it okay. Is. I'll yeah. save, save my best for last because I got something special, interesting happening on the stream during my transfer oh, oh. section. Okay, okay. Yeah. So yeah, I'll get oh, the, uh... oh. By the way, one yeah. sec. No one's even noticed. No one's noticed. No one's noticed. No one's noticed. A new chair? No. No, look at my team. As it, can anyone spot it? Oh, the city triangle. No. Oh, the triple captain. <laughs> yeah. Holland, yeah. Yeah. There it is. The triple captain. I, I knew I was missing something. I was Wait, like... You going for it this week, then? With Paulina off, off to... Um, off to... Off Bayern. to Bayern. City, Fulham have been awful anyway. Like even Everton looked like they could have scored four against them. Even Everton. Oh, it's going a bit far, that Mikey. <laughs> well, well, our our XG. Was... going to Fulham actually, funnily enough. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah. Well, oh, cool. Sorry. Even more reason to triple Captain Holland. <laughs> but yeah. but so the the thing is is that um, they're at the Etihad. Fulham are awful. Fulham are also away. Fulham are losing their best defensive midfield asset. Um, they're in poor form. I, I, 
it's it's just one of them where's the total vibes thing but i i just think like we we haven't had that like someone's been absolutely battered yet in the premier league what do you think yeah. chaza apart, apart from the 5-1 from from newcastle yeah, this is what i hope i just want rev to take as many hits as possible just so i can maintain my place at the top of the mini league simple as that but he's not taking i'm not taking a hit mate i'm triple no, captain in holland like i know but just take another <laughs> Hit just along with his triple captain, and then it will make sure that the triple captain never happened at all. Yeah. Oh, okay. So you basically are you are you calling, um, are you calling this a, a bit of a, I don't know. Shit, Do you think shit, it's a good it? idea or not? Like what? No, I think on, it's a great on, idea. I'm being honest with you. I'm just playing mind games with you. You backing him up? Oh, okay. Okay. All right. So yeah. No, I think it's a really good decision. Statistically, it makes sense, and with the caliber Fulham have out, it does. Haaland scored, well, there's my first stop point off captain's corner anyway, scored goals in both meetings against them last season. Hmm. What are you hoping for, ideally, from Haaland? What, what, how many returns? Uh, what, I, would, what would you be happy with? I, I think I'd be happy with two goals. I would. And a triple captain, two? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, considering how much you're getting hyped up with that Fulham are so bad and City are going to batter them, surely you'd be looking at a hat trick minimum. Oh, of course I'd be happy with a hat trick, but I'd be like, yeah. I'd be, all, I'd be all right with two goals. I'd be disappointed yeah. with anything less. Do you know mm. what I mean? Yeah. But yeah. but I, I do think that Man City go out there and absolutely batter them this week, mm. and and so yeah, I, I think yeah, that's. Fair. Yeah, and and also um, just to say about like you know Ben Crellen's been on the old double fixture grind as he always has been. Um, you know, fancy managers. You know, oh, someone Jim. was asking us how how do you win FPL earlier? Like, literally asked us the question. Really, how do I win FPL? Yeah, you can st- you can start by following Ben Ben Crellen on Twitter. Yeah, to be I honest. mean, to be honest, I did like uh, Chaz's answer. Um, it was fantastic. Mm. So enjoyed yeah, that yeah. one. I'm glad you tuned into that during the work, mate. Yeah. Speaking of the devil, Reedy, it's time to get your Game Week 4 team up. It is indeed. Uh, it's there. I've shared it, mate. So uh, oh. when you're ready, get it in. Shake it all about. Do what you need to do. Um, I, just, I just don't have it on this end. Go on. Get on the technicals, Shazza. I know do you know can me? do it, mate. Oh, wait. Yes, you do. Sorry. It was just hanging up on the bottom. I didn't realize you could scroll. I think it's coming up. Full screen layout. No, sorry. Oh shit, sorry. Um, no, yours is not coming up. Am I meant to? Let me try something. Yeah, Reedy, yours um doesn't appear for me either, mate. Uh, so I don't know what's happened there. Maybe if I just okay. stop sharing, and then we remove that and then add to the stream. No. <laughs> This is so funny. No, it's fine. All good. Well, Chazza, maybe just get yours up, mate. There we go. Oh, no, there we go. Tell you what, a technology, Chazza. Yeah, that's (laughs) right. What are we thinking this week, really? Um, It's getting a bit tasty, baby, you know, so... um, (laughs) Such a terrible team name. (laughs) It's so good, like... It's so cringe. I hate it so much. Bootlegger, the guy from from Wrexham who goes all the games and stuff. Oh, 
uh, absolutely brilliant. But that's a story for another time. So we're yeah, yeah. in uh, for Gabriel. Finally, that um, fraud is out. You know, Arteta's probably going to bench that guy again this week anyway. And, you know, there's a reason for it that we all don't know about. Um, mm. So they clearly had a fallen out or whatever. But, yeah, so Adogi's in. Uh, Akanji, he's in as long as he hasn't shit the bed or done whatever. Uh, yeah. <laughs> hasn't had so a, a, cheap, he, a, a dodgy Donna kebab. Yeah, hopefully he pays off actually the move that I brought last week, which when you look at hindsight, it's always the thing we do in FPL. Yeah. It should have been a dogie that I brought in, really, rather than automatically in my head, I had City guy, need a City player, who do I pick? Ended up picking the wrong one. Even if I had picked the right one, he still conceded yeah. anyway. So, you know, a dogie would have been the move, uh, essentially. But yeah, so Chilwell in there, I think we've all three of us have got him, I think. Um, and most people have got him. His ownership's quite high at the minute. So, yeah, that's the back three. I mean, we won't talk about Pickford because I've got oh, every mate. belief in Sheffield United scoring and probably this guy on my bench will probably you know, get a, get a goal or two. Grab, grab, grab a cheeky brace. <laughs> but if he does keep it clean, hallelujah. Um, praise the Lord. So, yeah, midfield of Saka, uh, Madison, Fernandez, Matoma, Rashford. Madison came in for Martinelli. What do you think? Could end up regretting that one, Shazza? I, I think or... that's the best option. I reckon that's a good option. Yeah, I know you. I know you've done the move already, though, Mikey. But I think from Chaz's mm. perspective, I know mm. we're going to see your team. Have you got Martinelli? No, but is it for long? We'll have to wait and see. Okay, okay, uh, okay all right, okay, yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. No spoilers. All right, then, yeah, Gandalf, so... keep your secrets. <laughs> 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 so that's the team, pretty much straightforward. Jackson Harlan, captain. Scoopy on the bench, not really. It's not ideal, is it? You look at his ownership. Nah, I mean, it's not. if he does do something, it's it's pretty scary in that respect. Uh, it's going to hurt. But yeah, I'm pretty much set up and minus four. Unfortunately, that to be what it is. But I'm hoping. Uh, so, so what, what what were the transfers then? Yeah, so Dogi for Gabriel, Madison for Martinelli, two Arsenal for two Spurs. Hang on, I'm, I'm not sure I like the minus four, but I mean it yeah. is what it is now. Like. I know. And, and to be honest, I, I feel like the Madison move pays its dividends over the next six to eight weeks anyway. Yeah. If Madison Whereas... came out with a 10 again, I mean, he's, he's so far he's returned, what, a 9, a 3, and a 10. If he come out with another 10, you know, that's six points gained. I'd be, I'd be fairly happy with that. Yeah. Um, so that would mm-hmm. be the expected minimum. And I think the main thing, you know, you know, if someone asks you the question, or I will ask the question to you boys, I know Chaz hasn't revealed his team yet, but if there was one player you wanted to go off this this week, who would it be? And you can't pick Harlan, Mikey, by the way, because you're triple captain in him. <laughs> who's it, who's it going to be? Go on, Mikey. Yeah. I think who? because of Ange Postecoglou vibes, not just in the UK at the moment, but also where we are, people just won't stop about him. I'd love James Madison to go on fire. Okay, yeah. okay. Go on, Mikey. Phil, one Phil, one Phil player Foden. in your team, by the way, Chazza. You're, so right. he's in your team, Madison. We'll have to wait and see. Uh, yeah, go on, Mikey. <laughs> yeah, Phil, Phil Foden, Phil Foden, or, or Sterling. Don't mind either one. Yeah, a mine actually, believe it or not, is a kanji. So uh, yeah, mm. I'm happy. Yeah. I'm happy with that. But the only reason is, is I need to make up for for last week. Uh, so I'd I'd like him to get a nice twelve pointer clean sheet assist. Do a bit of an adogi uh, like he did last week. Yeah. Yeah. And that would make me happier than anything in the world, mm. uh, Andrew mm-hmm. Return. So, yeah, 
Nice. Right. Also, Utah's a team reveal, son. So, so looking team. I, can I just ask Reedy one quick question? Yeah. It's about um, obviously your your Brighton midfielder there. How's um, you got any plans for the future for him, or are you going to bench him in a few games? Oh, Reedy's Reedy's gone, hasn't he? He's frozen. I don't know. But can I tell you who's not gone? That is my spirit. And more importantly, <laughs> my bloody goddamn team. Here we go, baby. Yeah, so, boy. <laughs> as we've got it, heading into game week four, we've got two free transfers and 0.8 in the bank. Now, before you suggest, I'm going to do an absolute all-time classic special. I'm not going to mess about. I'm going to go straight into the transfers. And I know exactly what I'm going to do. First up, Martinelli. He is off. See you later. Just like Reedy. Just like Reedy, he's off. Madison is coming in. Karen Matoma is going to go out too. And yes, we've got plenty in the bank. We're going to bring Bumo. him Bumo. Oh, he's doing it live on stream. I am doing it live on stream. And hey, no hits as well. Just That's checking. It. It's pretty good, mate. It's, yep. it's pretty wild, but we like cool, it. There you go. We're ready for this coming week. That's a, that's a very good team, that, mate. It's a very, very good team. Uh, make sure you put uh, your bench order correct, though. Um, obviously, you want to play Baldock. But... <laughs> you don't reckon Osula? No, uh, Baldock's... Um, I think he's going, mate. Um, he's getting transferred out somewhere. I think that's the rumour anyway. So, um, okay. yeah, unlucky on him. But, yeah, man, jokes aside... You know, Madison, Bumo, great picks, great picks, and um, but I think going forward, if I was you in your position, I would have personally done. I I wouldn't have gotten rid of um, both both of those players that you just got rid of there. I I would have used. Yeah, I'd have definitely really used one of those transfers on a goalkeeper. Yeah, I would have done too, but that's not how I'm going to play. <laughs> But, you know, I respect it. I respect it, mate. And mm. so uh, hopefully it pays off for you. Indeed. See, see what happens in this coming game week. That's right. So that's it for transfers. But I've got my captain's corner pretty much. And that is it. But very quick question. I'll just answer it and then just get straight into the segment. If you want yeah, something to say about this, go for it. Thoughts on Luis Diaz? I don't think Villa is as bad as a game as it made out to be and even nice fixtures after Villa. I like the Diaz shout. He's a really good attacking player for Liverpool. I back him in for this game week. You play in free hit, by the way, Chazza. No, nah, that's two free transfers. You play, you press free hit there when I was I was watching the show. <laughs> Did he? I didn't know. <laughs> Got him going a little bit. Oh, absolutely <laughs> ruined him there. Space dropped a bit. Absolutely. Oh, brilliant. Yeah, uh, Reedy, I, I, you're you're our uh, Liverpool FC correspondent, mate. Thought yeah. g- give us some thoughts on Louis Diaz for for Chris C in the chat. Big thumbs up for Luis Diaz. Uh, he's he's looked brilliant beginning of the season. Been unlucky not to score last week against Newcastle. Skinning people left, right, and centre. His minutes are guaranteed as it stands. I think he's the one on the left who's going to get the nod. And uh, I'm all for it. I mean, Liverpool attackers, certainly not a no this season. I mean, I think they'll score bags of goals. So, Luis Diaz, yes. Yeah, brilliant. Um, just a couple more comments. Uh, 
Call me says, I go off I go off some people, you know, Rev. Some of us support Fulham. <laughs> I'm sorry, mate. Like, th- this is me as an Everton fan, and I will personally say Everton are terrible and are a legitimate triple captaincy target if you want. You know, I, I don't deny that either, but, you know, I get it. It hurts. Um, yeah, Ab- Abdullah's sticking the knife in as well, uh, Rev. Abdullah is, is, um, is absolutely giving, a, giving it the big in. Listen here, like, look, Abdullah, you're doing great, mate. Fair play to you. Respect. He's got 4.1k rank at the moment, but there's 38 game weeks, mate. Let's see where we are at the end of the season. That's great. To be honest, I'm not too fussed about those comments at this stage of the season, if you want my pure honesty. Yeah, Ooh. yeah. There we Ooh. go. Yeah. Oh, bit, bit of fire there. Bit of venom from Chazza. But yeah, Chazza, you, right. you got some good captain's picks for us, mate? We've got some venom captain corners picks absolutely all right take it away i'm gonna hit the dance floor on this one cool all right be super quick we start off early in harlan at home to fulham for the rev man he's going for the triple captain wham bam shabam scored goals in both meetings against this side cottages likely to be without paulina and i think two of their best center halves fulham have the worst expected goals conceded in their first three matches with 9.5 Despite missing a penalty, the Norwegian still has the second highest expected goals with three and the third most shots on target per 90 minutes with 2.41. Second option's an interesting one. We're going Mohamed Salah at home to Aston Villa. Thanks to his six goals and four assists in his nine league meetings against them. It's probably not what we're paying for at the moment for his 12.5 million tag, but he's got Five points in every single game week, which is two assists, a missed penalty, but rebound goal. So he's returned in his last nine league appearances at Anfield with his last blank coming in January this year in a goalless draw to Chelsea. Spice Man up next in the Venom se- segment of this. It's Bakayo Saka at home to Man United, who scored in both league matches last season. Back on penalty duties as well, more importantly, having seen Odegaard take those reins in game week two away at Crystal Palace. This was caused due to Saka scoring the opening goal against Fulham. But for Johnston, sort of had an idea where Saka was going. That's why Arsenal had to change their penalty take in that instance. Saka's got the third highest goal involvement with 3.1 and his 16 shot-creating action Actions or chances is the eighth most in the league so far. Bit of curveball, this one. You could go Brentford upsets in my article. That's an ugly one. But Nicholas Jackson slash Raheem Sterling in this instance. They're both at home to Nottingham Forest. And wow, what a fixture they have. Because Forest have conceded five goals in their first two away games this season. The only sides who have conceded more are Aston Villa, surprisingly. But they did score five and one, concede five in one game away at Newcastle. And... Luton Town, who have got their first home game this evening against West Ham. Raheem, in addition, Jackson is ranked ninth in the league for expected goal involvements with 2.26 and ranked in the top four for expected goals, despite only having scored one at the moment. Sterling, two goals and assists last week at home to Luton. He's probably got his bounce back, to be honest. Rolling back the days under Pep Guardiola. That is it. In regards to sod inquiries, I know I don't have one at the moment. I'm trying to figure one out about 90 minutes out. Just probably wasn't vibing at the moment. Hopefully, come two weeks after the international break, we've got one up our sleeves. 
that is all from my behalf in regard to Captain's Corner. And I hope your captain does not blank. <laughs> Brilliant. As always, mate, great stats. And I think, um, you know, as a Raheem Sterling owner, a brand new Raheem Sterling owner, it's uh, good to, to see that you're picking up on those stats about, you know, um, Nottingham Forest doing particularly poorly away from home at the moment and conceding chances, conceding yeah. goals. So, yeah, it's pretty good. I just hope that um, Erlen Haaland can, uh, can do the business this week. And, uh, yeah, you, you're getting some of the love in the chat. as well it's brilliant what will not be lovely is seeing those chelsea assets dominate at home to forest because i could see that happening big time Mm, mm. Uh, and uh calm here he says uh watkins and diaby could do better than diaz this week no vvd no canata yeah that's definitely um something that we were picking up on and uh rafiq all options what about triple captain for harland i think personally it's a great idea because i am i'm triple captain in harland this week um it's it's just a it's a bit of a stats thing it's a bit of a vibes thing i know that we could wait for a double game week but the double game week potential doesn't look that great this season uh according to ben Crellan. but also when are we going to get a better opportunity than Fulham at home with Fulham in their current situation? You know, so yeah. I, I I think we send it. Um, also, there were lessons um, learned from last season, Chazza. Yeah, Chazza uh, waited, well, I waited for game week 34. Um, and, you know, Harlan was taken off early in some of those minutes. Uh, Chazza waited for game week 37. Chazza, how oh did that work God, out? That was a nightmare. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So I feel like I want to learn a little lesson from last season this year, try and go a bit earlier, see what happens. And then, um, you know, uh, Chris says when when City double probably, but we won't get some of those till later in the season. And even then, Champions League will be in full flow and I expect Man City to do well and go far. Uh, The rotation could be pretty big and we, we could uh, miss out on some of those triple captain minutes, couldn't we, Chazza? We could indeed. That wraps it up for this evening show, mate. It is an hour and 25 minutes. And, oh, geez, I thought Reedy was doing a nice cameo there for a second. <laughs> Reedy, sorry, Rev, I get mixed up with your R's sometimes on Merseyside. So Rev, you <laughs> absolutely smashed it tonight, especially with the Addicts Marketplace. See new segment. That has hit the town at the moment. Well done on your efforts. Oh, cheers, mate. And thanks, as always, for Captain's Corner. It's always a pleasure listening sure. to those captain stats as well, help keeping us informed. Uh, thanks to everyone as well in the chat. You know, there's been some great engagement today. Yeah, it has been good You know, uh, and, you know, Abdullah, hope, hope it keeps going well for you, mate. Uh, do tune in next week and let us know what, what your rank is again. Uh, Chrissy, Colm, uh, we even had a... Uh, we have Tiff in the chat as well. Yeah, Shout out Tiff, Tiff as well. So uh, Stephen as well. Uh, and I agree, Stephen, um, as well, just with that last minute tip there, keeping the wild card as close to game week 18 as possible. Um, and yeah, so that, that's something now most managers will probably be aiming to do. But yes, shout out to everyone who's joined us today. It's, it's been an absolute pleasure. And a pleasure hanging out with you as well, Chatter. Same to you, Rev. Honestly, I am cream cracker time for me to go to bed. Guys, thank you so much for tuning in. Once again, really appreciate it. We'll leave it there. See you next time. Cheers.